Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I'm going to go through some articles, video, and just some of my own slides and research regarding Yao of God, and or John of God as they call him here. But there was a really good four-part documentary on Netflix that people can watch, and the title of it is John of God, The Crimes of a Spiritual Healer. But I think it's a very interesting story, an important story to tell, because there is just so much information, his ties, his ties to the United States. He was going to a place called the Omega Foundation, the Omega, something Omega in upstate New York, <clears throat> Omega Institute, all the way to 2017, from 2007 to 2017, doing his, quote, healings, unquote, and his connections to other kind of uh, Oprah Winfrey, kind of a New World Order witch, Marina Abramovich, which you'll see in these videos. Uh, just real. He was very connected. But if you're looking at this, he got a sentence to an additional 99 years for sexual crimes. He faces 370 years in prison. So that was his. Uh, that was it. And this is fairly recent. This is July. Um, justice considered that the medium committed rape of vulnerable person, sexual violation through fraud between eight victims, 2010 to 2018, and he had to pay compensation and, uh, really incredible. But one of the darkest aspects of this whole story is the, what they're saying is that he ran a baby traffic, international baby traffic, trafficking operation where children were then sold to childless couples around the world. And there's an activist, her name is Sabrina Bittencourt, who either is dead or died, or, I mean, well, I'll get to the story, but she ran to Spain, and there's some allegations that she was assassinated. So that's why I have the title of this is Yao of God, Spiritual Fraud, Baby Factories, and Assassination. That's the title of this episode. Um, so... Daily Mail broke this story back in 2019. Activist Sabrina Bittencourt, whose investigations led to his arrest, claims the celebrity medium ran a baby trafficking operation where children were, quote, farmed, unquote, in Brazil before being sold to childless couples, childless couples around the world. She alleges that young girls were, were held in captive, held captive in remote farms where they were forced to produce babies after being murdered after 10 years of giving birth. And supposedly John... Uh, did the uh, inseminating of these young girls possibly. So there may be kids walking around who look like him. Uh, Bittencourt spoke to women from three continents who claimed they bought Brazilian babies from John of God. These girls were murdered after 10 years of giving birth. We have got a number of testimonies. She added, we have received reports from the adoptive mothers of their children that they were sold between for between 20,000 and 50,000 in Europe, USA, and Australia, as well as testimony from ex-workers and local people who are tired of being complicit with John of God's gang. And um, in this, this documentary that is on Netflix, um, the one that's called John of God, the Crimes of a Spiritual Healer, he's literally called like an original gangster. Like people think he's an original gangster, pretty remarkable. Sex abuse support victim uh, Unidas, which worked with Sabrina Bittencourt, said she left a note explaining why she killed herself. Eldest son Gabriel Baum confirmed her death, writing on Facebook, she took the last step so that we could live. They killed my mother. So, 
I guess it's, I would leave that up to uh, people to determine. This is a story from 2019. Celebrity faith healer John of God is jailed for 19 years in Brazil for raping four women. He was 77 three years ago. Carried out treatments on Bill Clinton. So he treated a lot of uh, people, a lot of kind of semi-famous people. And you'll see some of them. He was in the kind of new age realm, I think is fair to say. But Shirley MacLaine, Naomi Campbell, and then the current president who was installed in Brazil, Lula, uh, was treated by Yao of God. He actually, John, his real name is Yao Faria, Yao Tahera de Faria. But he actually got cancer and got treatments, conventional treatments, where he was supposedly treating these people. What he does, he actually doesn't say he's a doctor, but he's a medium, meaning that he gets, he has spirits possess him. And one is the spirit of a doctor, and then he carries out these healings, supposedly, on people. Um, but it's really incredible. And so you'll see the old pictures. He seems to kind of have lost his kind of spiritism kind of approach as he got older. But there are old videos of him where he's praying. And there's 30 spirits that get channeled through him, including King Solomon and uh, he said at, at nine, he had his first vision. He was, he can impress, like, I think he impressively can uh, really convince people that he's possessed. He does these prayers. At the beginning of uh, John of God, this documentary, Crimes of a Spiritual Healer, he says the following prayer. He's, like, possessed. He does this deep breathing, and he says, God, our Lord, who has power and is kind, give strength to those who are tested. Give light to those in search for truth. Put compassion and mercy in the hearts of men, and then he like gets possessed. But he was uh, from a poor town. Um, but he, uh, you can see some of these pictures here that I'm showing from the Daily Mail, like literally shoving scissors up people's nose without anesthetic, claiming to cure everything from depression to cancer. And then what he says, so he says it can cure you, but if it doesn't work, it's your fault. <laughs> so. And he ran this whole kind of compound in Abadania, which is two miles out, uh, two hours outside of Brasilia, or the downtown, not the downtown, the capital, the new capital of Brazil. But um, yeah, here's another one. Disgraced Brazilian faith healer accused of running baby farms where girls were raped, their infants sold to childless couples around the world, and then murdered after 10 years of repeatedly giving birth. It's from 2019. And there's his jail. His Dutch choreographer Zahira Moose and nine other anonymous women made accusations of abuse against him on a late night show. Conversa Combial, American tour guide Amy Blank claimed she witnessed the abuse. And he was traveling around the world. He went to Australia, supposedly. Um, there he is with Oprah. According to a video released by the newspaper Fulha de Sao Paulo, Faria said, I surrender to divine justice and justice on earth. Police say they discovered a suitcase crammed with $300,000 worth of Brazilian reals and bunches of emeralds they have yet to appraise in his home. And he was making millions and millions of dollars. And I'll go into some of the stuff that how he would do it. But like he said, he would take no costs, but you could buy his holy water for a certain amount of money. 
And then he sold these pills that were supposed to help that were kind of, you know, like hogwash. It was like ground up flowers or something. And uh, yeah, it's just just a bunch of stuff. But he was making tons of money, $40,000 a day in Brazil. So it went a long way. So he had, um, he had tons of income. He was a millionaire, multimillionaire. There's another story. John of Colt, cult leader, allegedly ran to child slave farm. She claimed young girls were held captive in remote farms where they were forced to produce babies. That was Bittencourt again. She claims Faria would offer money to poor girls aged 14 to 18 to go and live in mineral mines or farms he owns in the Brazilian states of Goiás and Minas Gerais. Then they would become sex slaves and be forced to get pregnant, and their babies would be sold to the highest bidder from other continents. In exchange for food, they were impregnated, and their babies sold on the black market. Hundreds of girls were enslaved over the years, lived on farms in Goyas, served as wombs to get pregnant for their babies to be sold. These girls were murdered after 10 years of getting birth. We have got a number of testimonies. So... She asked, Bittencourt appealed to others who may have knowledge of Faria's alleged crimes to come forward. I asked that the embassies of Holland, USA, and Australia demand impeccable conduct from the Brazilian authorities. Brazilian healer became pro a prominent spiritual figure in 2010 when Oprah Winfrey visited him and said she almost fainted during the blissful encounter. His popularity and fame began to rise, and soon after, he became the country's most celebrated faith healer and became renowned around the world. And then his daughter, who's also in the documentary, says in an exclusive interview with Brazilian magazine Veja, she said that under the pretense of mystical treatments, he abused and raped her between the ages of 10 and 14. She claimed he stopped after she became pregnant by one of his employees, after which her father beat her so severely she suffered a miscarriage. My father is a monster, she said. On a, after an arrest warrant was issued for him, Faria was on the run for a week. He allegedly withdrew $9 million from several bank accounts, leading police to believe he was planning to flee Brazil or hide the money in case of compensation claims. So, yeah, his daughter raping his daughter. This is uh, Reddit. No notorious celebrity faith healer John of God sold babies to Australians. Faith healer with millions of followers ran a sex slave farm and sold highest to highest bidders. Um, and then we'll get to Sabrina Bittencourt. This is her, 38, supposedly dead. Women behind the arrest of faith healer John of God after claiming he was running a sex slave farm commit suicide at her home in Barcelona. But I think there's more to that story. So this guy was like an internationally networked guy no question and i'll play this and see if this will play we have women who are used as sex slaves and slaves low-income black woman in both abadia anna and annapolis
So many women with children who have negotiations with Chico Lobo and Fatima Lobo. Administrator of the Casa de Sopa in exchange for food for these mothers. Exchange for food for the children of these mothers, they were lured to sell babies on the black market. So that's Sabrina Bittencourt. And there's kind of a suspicious story about her. Oprah's saying here, Sabrina's eldest son, Gabriel, confirmed the death. She took the last step so that we could live. They killed my mother. We are working in relation to all the crimes committed by John of God and his organization. So he had an organization. So that's kind of an interesting story. So that's Sabrina Bittencourt. She was an activist. And then this is Columbia Journalism Review. Brazilian activist's alleged suicide sparks coverage controversy. On Sunday in early February, Lillian Tahan, executive director of Brazilian news website Metropoles, received a call from the morning editor. News was coming out that Sabrina Bittencourt, the activist behind the recent downfall of famous faith healer Yao Tejera de Faria, also known as John of God, over sexual assault charges that committed suicide. At first, Tahan wasn't sure. There had been a previous fake report of Bittencourt's death, but this time Bittencourt's oldest son and well-known colleague, the president of an NGO, confirmed that she had died. Before midday, virtually every outlet in the country, including Metropoles, had run the story on WhatsApp. Let's see. Had she taken her own life in Spain, according to initial reports, or in Lebanon, as her son later declared? Was there a death certificate? So it's kind of a mystery. Oliveira first learned about Bittencourt while working on a story about how social media helps disseminate fake news about international trafficking of children. And then, you know, it's kind of like in the news today with this uh, Sound of Freedom movie, right? In January, the activist with a scarf around her head, we just saw the video, and a light in her face appeared in a six-minute video accusing John of God of running a two-decade-long human trafficking operation that sold babies to families in the U.S., Australia, and European countries for up to $50,000. Public prosecutors later opened an investigation based on Bittencourt's accounts. The video looked like to me like a horror movie, very The Handmaid's Tale-like, Oliveira says. When you work for a long time as a journalist, you can tell when things don't seem to make a lot of sense. When the news of the suicide came out, Oliveira decided to partner with David Agape, an architecture student who started running an independent fact-checking website. Agape had published what he calls a dossier on Bittencourt's life, a compilation of declarations and public appearances the activists made over the years, including a highly publicized episode in which she had lost all memory of 11 years of her life. Hmm. Bittencourt had accused Agape in a list shared with journalists of threatening her. He says the allegations against him have no merit. They were Bittencourt's way of responding to growing suspicion around the veracity of her stories. Anyone asking questions was being attacked by her supporters on the internet. Two months later, Oliveira and Agape published a stirring profile built on evidence from 50 sources of Bittencourt and Metropoles. Most people close to the activist 
don't believe the story of the suicide. Bittencourt's first husband says he suspects she's with their son at an unknown location. Other family members, speaking anonymously, provided evidence of unsuccess unsuccessful attempts to obtain reliable information about Bittencourt's death. Bruna DiLara, a reporter with The Intercept covering human rights and gender issues, was one of the first to criticize the media coverage of the case. In The Hunting of Sabrina Bittencourt's Body, published in February, she argued that the publications failed to weigh the value of the story against the safety concerns. If her death is real, the lack of respect for the family's pain is insensitive, to say the least, Laura wrote. If it is not, working to prove that this woman has forged her death so she can stay alive is to put her head back in a guillotine. guillotine. In the weeks leading up to the news of Bittencourt's suicide, Laura had a video call with the activist. She says Bittencourt used an email and text her, used to email and text her as well as other journalists and public defenders with updates on the accusations involving John of God and general comments about the threats against her without ever disclosing her location. My initial impression, impression was that I had never seen someone so exhausted. She sounded like someone crying for help and her voice and manners matched the situation she was describing. And there's evidence that uh, John of God has threatened other people. And uh, so, so that's that story. And then I'm, I'm going to play some videos. Let's see if I can get these videos up here. Let's do the Abramovich. Abramovich is visiting Yao of God. This is before everything came out. But uh, she did something, the space between a video from 2016, where she visited Yao of God in there. Like hanging out together to see if this plays. I felt personal need to make a journey in Brazil in a moment of my life when I had emotional and personal troubles. This trip should be like a healing process. And I also wanted to learn from these cultures, from the places of nature, and from the people who have certain energy the ones who really learn how to take energy from outside and from inside of themselves, transform it and give it back to the ones that don't know how to do that. É Deus que cura, e não me somente. Eu estou na missão. Eu fui garimbeiro, fui pedreiro, alfaiate, e aqui não tem mágica. Isto é as forças que Deus me deu, e ninguém tira. So this is one of his surgeries. He's literally just going to shove it in this guy's nose. Pode 
There is so much pain. People come here to be healed. They come here as the last hope place when there is nowhere else to go. It cancers and all kinds of different diseases. And the hope is in all of their faces. Most of the time, we have to sit in the current room with our eyes closed. Everybody works together. It is not just entities, but also every single individual brings his own energy into it. And it becomes like a vortex. So this is uh, Abramovich is kneeling down before him. Like she shows up all over the place, right? Jay Z, Spirit Cooking, Podesta. She's all over the place. This is just another place. This is a this guy's a true monster. Very regularly. What I start seeing with this rhythmical breathing is just a tiny blue light, like a light you can see in a space. More I concentrate, the more it would come and go and disappear. I wanted to go back into this blue light, but could not. It was almost like a game. I should stop thinking in order to experience. The moment I think, experience is not there anymore. So that was that. I'm going to show the Oprah interview that's been scrubbed from like Oprah's all of her media sites. But this is before everything uh, kind of came out. But this might be interesting. This is an interview I wasn't sure would ever happen. One of the most famous spiritual healers in the world rarely talks to anyone on camera. John of God agreed to sit down with me under a mango tree on the grounds of the casa. A group of his patients gathered to watch. John of God speaks only Portuguese, so Heather Cumming helped translate. Ready, guys? You describe yourself as a spiritual medium. What does that mean, a medium? As a medium, he's a spiritualist. He believes a great deal in God, and he practices this mission already 55 years. Born on a farm to a family who rarely had enough to eat, Joao Tejera de Fria was the youngest of six children. 
His father was a tailor. His mother, a housewife who also ran a small hotel to make ends meet. Joao left school when he was seven to work in his father's tailor shop. To this day, he cannot read or write. As a boy, Joao says he realized he was clairvoyant when he predicted a terrible storm that destroyed a neighboring village. This event began his journey as a spiritual medium. Are we all, in some sense, missionaries of God? Are we all, do we all have the possibility in our own way to be a medium for God? Todos nós somos Everybody is a medium who practices good. And we are all children of God. And each person has their mission. Each person that comes before you, the entity sees the energy of that Nós person. We have an aura. We have energia. different colors in our aura. So human energy looks like colors? Sim. Yes. Various, Various different colors. Mm -hmm. What does something like cancer look like when you see inside? Quando, quando vê aranha? Sendo da vontade de Deus, não? When he sees cancer, he starts asking that this be taken away, be removed, um, being God's will, because it is not his, he does not have the power. It is God who has the power. And he prays to have the person's cancer removed by God, if it is his will, if it is God's will. So that's Oprah's interview with him. Let me see if I can pull up another one. I think that there's a lot of her talking with him. Oh, this is her talking to another kind of spiritualist who went to John of God to get healed by him. I forgot this guy's name. I think he was he's like on kind of in the new age uh, environment, but there you go. So what do you mean you had the surgery? Well, I was as skeptical, but you know, when you have leukemia and someone stay said, with me, people, because this is as woo woo as I know how I know how this sounds. It, it, it sounds like yeah. woo. It sounds crazy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Raina, Raina uh, Piskova calls me from uh, down in Abidjan. Okay. She had the surgery. I had the surgery. Now the surgery. This is a guy who can do surgery to a thousand people in a room at the same time. This is not. He he is not somebody who does the surgery. He doesn't. He doesn't remember any of it that he does. You can watch him do it. He goes. He gets into this thing, and he uh, he picks up these instruments, and you can actually see pictures of the entities that enter his body as he as he does this. I know when you're going down there, you'll see. I'm going down. Uh, you did a whole show on. I, I did, mean, but so but every time I've heard about him or talked about mm -hmm. him or even written about him in the magazine, it has been through somebody else's right, eyes. Right. And I keep hearing well, these stories. And I had a direct stories. experience. A direct experience. So. I so anyway, so I went to bed. I didn't feel anything. Nothing changed. It this is like, after you've taken the I, herbs. I, I took the herbs. She said you'll wake up the next at seven o'clock. She told me what time the surgery was at seven o'clock. She said you'll get up at eight o'clock, and then 
you'll drink some of the water, the blessed water, and you'll go right back to bed for 24 hours. Let, let's get to the surgery part. Okay. The so, surgery is just, it's a remote surgery. I mean, it, it was 12,000 miles from where I was. So it's, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened. These are entities. They don't have any form. They're just uh, these spirits that, that enter his body. It's been going on for 40 years okay, to 25 years. Okay, so tell me this. People. Does he tell you a certain time to lay down, a certain way yeah. to lay down? No, just go to bed, wear white, just wear everything is white, well, drink the water, uh -huh. take the herbs, yeah. and, uh, and don't have sex, and don't, uh, don't eat spicy food, uh, and don't eat pork. Um, that basically, that's, that's it. Okay. So... I did everything. I went to bed and I got, you know, got up. Were you skeptical as I am right now? Yes. Because this sounds yes. crazy. I know. I know it was. A, but, but that's because we have been conditioned to believe that, yes. that, that, that you know, there's a... This is my limited self-talking. Okay. But here's a, here's a line from, from Jesus, you know, with God. Yes. All, all things, things are possible. possible. Now, what does that leave out? That leaves out nothing. Okay, that leaves out nothing. So it doesn't leave out this either. It leaves okay. out nothing. That's okay. what all things mean. If he meant... That. Some things are possible and some things aren't. He would have said that, you know, but he didn't. He said all but things. But this are does possible. sound crazy, even to you, doesn't it? It's not, yeah, it did. It did. Okay, it okay. did. Okay. But so I had leukemia. It. Okay. And so when you you know, my white blood count was going up and uh, I had cancer in my blood and I was, you know, so. Yes. So uh, Rhina called me and she said, go right back to bed. I said, I can't go back to bed. I just slept for eight hours. She said, You've had surgery. It's no different than having your gallbladder removed or something. She said, you've got to go right back How to bed. How did you feel when you woke up? I felt fine. I didn't feel any different, honestly. And I said to my kids, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I, I walk about an hour and a half every day. I kind of brisk yes. walk and all of this. And then I got about 100 yards away and I collapsed. I mean, I couldn't get up. I was I was basically helpless. And I had, I had to almost crawl back into the apartment to get on the elevator. I was out of breath. I just like kind of. I forgot that guy's name. He he he's passed away, but he um he was he was kind of like a new ager. Here's the guy Ramdas. This is an associate of Timothy Leary. He was a believer in this Yao of God guy. You're not a perfect person, and that's makes Boy. it even even more powerful. The honesty about your life. <laughs> this is a, uh, um, I, I lectured the past few days that I, <clears throat> I had been down to, um, John of God, um, in Brazil. He was a healer. And I heard that they had a closet where they had canes and wheelchairs and so on, who had been left. Because they'd been healed, they left their old wheelchairs. So in California, before going down there, I had my new wheelchair and my old wheelchair old wheelchair very rickety right so i couldn't decide which to take because the rickety one would be happy to <laughs> because you didn't want to leave you in case you ended up walking but see but see and i took the wheel, new wheelchair okay. it showed how little faith little faith i had in the healing 
Because if you took the new, the old wheelchair, you would have. Um, I would have. I would have. Uh, would have seen that the the healing is on my leg. All over. So, what, where does that show that part of you that still doesn't have a faith? And so much in your life. Faith is just my faith is absolute with Maharaji, with my, with my guru. Um, this was a new scene uh, about the a, a medium healer bringing down entities from the astral. Um, and I didn't know until I got there how spiritual that scene was. And I couldn't imagine that it would be like Kenshi. So that's uh, Ram Dass, another kind of spiritual guru guy from the 60s. And then I'm going to read some of these. Uh, I got some slides. But one of the interesting things that I listened to, I read the transcript of, was a podcast, Conspirituality, did a uh, two-hour show on Yao of God and about kind of the dark, darker side of him. And so this girl, Bittencourt, got threatened. There was another one, Juliana. Almeida Franca, district attorney who's investigated John of God, says he sent her death threats delivered by a relative. And uh, that was one thing they talked about. They also talked about Yav God visiting this Omega Institute in upstate New York. And it seems like it's weird. It's very close to Millbrook. If people know the story of Timothy Leary and Millbrook. But there, and uh, was Nexium is upstate New York, was upstate New York. So there's a, a lot of. Uh, Interesting places up there for new age, alternative religion type stuff. But other people think that uh, Yao of God was into money laundering, like they were, he was a money launderer, which is pretty incredible. Um, the, also the spiritism, there was some guy I'd never heard of. They talked about it on Conspirituality. And it's a really interesting podcast. I highly check, uh, highly recommend people check it out. But uh, this guy, Alan Kardec, who was uh, from France, but kind of codified this notion of what spiritualism with a capital s which uh, yeah of god kind of uh you know practiced and it says here omega as a lifelong learning organization committed to exploring different modalities of host holistic healing omega offered an opportunity to participate in john of god's programs at our rhinebeck new york campus a number of times beginning in 2007 and ending in 2017. So that's it. But he was making a lot of money. And I also watched the 60 Minutes interview of him where he really insulted the 60 Minutes host. He said, like, you know, you know, there were two deaths at the compound they found out that were never investigated, which is interesting. And also, they somebody went into this guy's background, and there was allegations in 1973 of a rape and murder of a woman with a bullet who still had a bullet inside of her neck which uh is really something else but uh <clears throat> this is kind of one a statement by yao of god there was another uh interesting youtube thing i did a lot of research actually on this guy but this is yao of god he said when i look into a person and somebody is ailing the spirits come to me 
and incorporate my body. They are the ones that instruct my hands to do whatever they need to do to cure somebody. And it is interesting. If you did, if you didn't get cured, it was your fault. So if you paid money or did anything, it was always uh, your fault, which is interesting. And this is Yao of God saying, God gave me this mission when I was nine years old, and I play, plan to carry it through until I pass. I'm confident in God's presence by my side. And he also said, I do not cure anybody. God heals and in his infinite goodness permits the entities to heal and console my brothers. It's a very strange kind of syncretism, they said. It's something particular. It's a really interesting podcast, this conspirituality. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But just how this kind of syncretized religion took place in Brazil and how it was this well the goyas this part of brazil is kind of the interior part of the country a little bit more rural than maybe the other urban centers and this is a picture of the uh, documentary john of god crimes of a spiritual healer and so this is uh just some kind of disturbing pictures let's see yeah the brazil current brazilian president so there he is with Abramovich. He pops up all over the place. There's Abramovich. And you can see this kind of all these entities, including Christ, but there were like doctors and Solomon and all this other stuff. It's him and Oprah. He looks like he's got, you know, he's dressed up for the occasion. This is July 11th. Oprah's spiritual healer sentenced to 99 years for raping girls accused of baby trafficking. And this is Oprah with uh, Weinstein. A little disturbing. I read this article. There he is with Naomi Campbell. She shows up all over the place. Epstein, all kinds of she's. Here he is practicing this kind of scissors up the nose stuff. People praying in front of him. Convicted for four four rapes in 2019. This is like weird people. Gail Thackeray spiritual journeys. Like he's just a total con man. Psychic surgery. So like weird psychic surgery, like he scrapes people's eyeballs. You can see that right here. Up your nose with a surgical clamp. That is Yao Tahera's prescription for treating breast cancer. A lot of people, they followed up with some of these people that ended up dead. Or they weren't, they were dead. And this is a reporting from, this is 2020 reporting from Crazy Days and Nights. This A-plus list celebrity is under a lot of pressure right now. People are attacking her from the right and left about things she has done and things she has not said. It is about to get much worse. In some producer's notes from 2010, there are at least a dozen different references to women who had come forward to claim this foreign-born former A-lister had raped them. There are also two separate notations that several of the women were as young as 12 and that he spent five years raping his own daughter. This was common knowledge to the producers, producers of the show. They knew in advance what a horrible human being he was. The A++ lister wanted no part of any of that talk. 
the A++ lister was on a mission to make sure tens, if not hundreds of thousands of new followers would be offered up. They were. So many people have come forward and said that they only became aware of him after the A++ lister introduced him. They took the pilgrimage because the A++ lister urged it. They were raped when they went. The A++ lister likes to pretend none of this ever happened. Oprah Winfrey and then John of God, Yao, Tehera, Defaria. And so that's this woman right here, Bittencourt, supposedly committed suicide. I don't even know. You know child sex slave farm. Kind of read all this stuff in here. But this is another post. This is from 2019, February 4th. This is Crazy Days and Nights again reporting. People are focusing only on the big name in all of this. The thing is, there were others killed first in the spree. Oh, and they were all killings. There was no suicide. The claim of suicide was made by relatives to try to ensure their own safety. No one actually believes there was a suicide. Was it arranged by the mogul? It isn't like he hasn't protected child molesters before. It isn't like he hasn't protected billionaire sex traffickers before. It isn't like he hasn't helped out his one named A-list friend when they have needed it before. This isn't his first time being involved in deaths to cover up secrets or to do a favor. I think this was more revenge than anything else. You don't run through the list of victims that were in hiding, all helped by the suicide victim, and then kill them all. Each killing was accompanied with a message to the suicide victim. They were coming for her. She knew they were coming for her. She reached out to people to spread the word. They were murdering those closest to her. She knew they would come for her family unless she gave up herself to them first. You know the term suicide by cop? This was pretty similar. Show yourself and get yourself killed or the family goes and then they will come to find you anyway after. They launched their killing spree from a yacht moored in Villanova Grand Marina. Guess who the yacht is registered to? Yeah, the same name he uses for all the yachts he bought with this internet tycoon several years ago. This one he has not bought out, but he is still a co-owner, and that's Sabrina Bittencourt. So they're reporting that she was murdered. Suicide's fake. And this is the notes from the uh, what is it? Conspiratrainment, the conspirituality website. I'll put a link to that. And then this is picture of Abramovich in. Brazil, she's involved in this thing. She's he's doing his weird eyeball scraping, and she's partaking in it. And then a lot of people die around these, uh, you know, these trafficking murders. There's a lot. There's mysterious deaths in Argentina. This is Natasha Jait was an Argentine whistleblower exposing high level pedophile ring involving VIPs, politicians, movie stars, the Pope, and other celebrities. She wrote, I'm not going to commit suicide. If that happens, no, it wasn't me. She was found dead of an overdose. I blurred the photo to make it safe for Twitter, and that's a picture of it. So she was murdered supposedly in 2019. This is another mysterious death to like the Bunga Bunga elite parties in Italy involving Berlusconi. He just passed away. This title of this is Mysterious Death of Bunga Bunga Party Model has come back to haunt former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi. And her name is Iman Fadil, F-A-D-I-L. Fadil died in a hospital in Milan after telling her lawyer and a friend she might have been poisoned. 
Moroccan model at Berlusconi's Bunga Bunga Parties dies after poisoning. I think this is a different one. Maybe that's her. Good deal. I think there was a couple deaths in those Bunga Bunga. That's a whole nother, it's a whole nother episode. But yeah, this Yow yeah, of God thing was very dark. There's a lot of evil stuff going on there. But uh, I just thought I'd follow up with that whole story. They were literally trafficking babies. It was a million dollar a year operation. And uh, he's in jail for a long time. So thank you for listening.